0: Hello, everyone. Welcome, 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 welcome to the School of Small Business. This is where we provide tips, strategies, resources, and techniques to aspiring business owners, existing businesses, and entrepreneurs that can help them navigate their way along the small business journey and achieve what they really are in this for is to achieve success. I am Salome Chung, and I invite you to share what we do here with your network, um, with your friends, your family, anyone in your world you think would gain value from tuning into this broadcast. Uh, If you're watching us on YouTube, please like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, I would also appreciate your comments because that is how we know how we can add more value to you and, everyone and be able to serve you better. Today, I'm gonna to be focusing on leadership as it relates to the small business realm. Um, whether it, whether you're just starting out in business, you're an aspiring business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you're leaving employee, becoming an employer, or you're just, you are already in business and you're looking to learn how you can make your business even better, how you can relate to those around you, to those who are on your team, to, um, just the people you interact with on a daily basis. Today, my guest is Chris Templeton, and Chris is gonna help me navigate this topic. We're gonna have a conversation as to how we can um, help um, everyone in the small business realm and business in general, how to be better leaders. Chris is an authority on leadership and management. And he has come up with this intriguing concept that I like uh, a lot um, called the stories we tell. Welcome, Chris. Um, My first comment to you would be, How, um, Chris, how does your concept help um, um, everyone in the business realm become better leaders? Um, How do they uh, um, identify? those stories they're telling themselves? How do they um, develop better stories um, and use these stories to help them be better leaders?
1: Good morning. It's a it's a great question, and I appreciate yeah. you having me on. Um, the, the answer is self-awareness. Like, when it comes right down to it, if I'm not aware of how I'm coloring my world, how I'm as a business owner, and we're we're very susceptible to this, especially as entrepreneurs, how I may be saying, well, that's the problem and that's the problem, and if she'd just do that and I don't know what my client was thinking about this, all of those things are coloring our world. And so really, in my mind, the first place to understand is what am I doing to create situations that are worse than they need to be and how to unstick myself from being in a problem orientation and move to a solution orientation and that's uh, the whole point of the three questions that that i've come up with in this resulting model which is you know what's the story i'm telling is it serving me in this moment and is there a more authentic story that i can tell um, and when you start to practice those things, and that's the other half of the answer, is is this about practice, right? We are hopefully going to be practicing for the rest of our lives. Um, and that's certainly my encouragement to anybody who, especially a, an entrepreneur is in business, you've got to give yourself the room for this to be practice and not to have it be this cell that I put my, myself in where I think everybody else is the problem. Yeah. how's that first start?
0: that is that is a great answer because as an entrepreneur um, speaking for myself, when you make that transition from um, from being an employee to being an employer, um, it it's it's challenging to move from employer to leader because a boss is not the same thing as a leader. Uh, a boss, you know, tells you what to do. Um, tells everyone wants to what, what to do. Make sure they does. Make sure they do it, and make sure they do it to the person who's requesting it. Make sure they're doing it to their specifications. A leader, on the other hand, is someone who's going to tell you the how, the why, the what, and is able to um, uh, in their own. Um, in the way they conduct their business every day, the leader is embodying how they want the employee to uh, complete whatever task. It's about living by example. I know it sounds simple, but it's really what a leader does is if I'm not willing to go um, clean up the trash, how do I then expect the person who works for me to feel good about doing that. So as someone who is making that transition, what would you say they should be doing in those first um, weeks and months of making the transition to working for themselves, growing a team? What should they be, what stories should they be telling the people they are going to be um, directing?
1: I, I think the number one story that that a new entrepreneur needs to be focused on is the story that they're telling that serves everybody, that serves themselves, that mm-hmm. serves the people they're working with, whether it's employees, contractors, vendors, right? The people that you're bringing to the table on behalf of a client. And also that' it's a, this is going the way that the client wants it to go. And that is so easily said and so easy to get derailed by, isn't it? And and the thing that, that you point out, which I think is really important, is when you move from being an employee to the owner of your own business, and then you start enrolling people, vendors, contractors, employees, even if you had a good boss at, a corporate position, as an example, you have to understand that this is a whole never, whole other level above that. Not in a not in a bad way, but you are now the person that's going to hear all the problems. You're going to hear everybody's take on what's going on. You're going to hear how they worked with how vendors worked with clients, or employees, or contractors worked with clients. The good, the bad, and the ugly and your job as you're modeling what you the behavior that you want your employees to have is to stay centered and grounded right is to really be able to say even when uh, the the stuff hits the fan your your job is to stay centered and grounded and work through those things from a, a, a not from a problem orientation but from a solution orientation and as somebody who's done this, I want you to know it's super hard. (laughs) If you do it right, it's super rewarding and wonderful. And part of the deal is, you know, that is just going to be what you've signed up to for, whether you recognize it or not. But when you move from a place of problem orientation, where you're just telling stories that aren't serving you to a place that the stories that you're telling are serving you, then you have this ability to really make a difference in how the people that you're working with and that are working with you, you're driving in a large part their behavior by your example. And so you know, it's taking that breath or taking that extra day. I had a situation where I had a, a vendor tell my client in an email, "I distinctly told you not to do something." I mean, right? most people would just be yelling and screaming and you as a business owner, if you do that, it doesn't serve you. So what did I do? I called my client immediately. I said, I'm going to have this person stop talking to you. I'm going to find out what's going on. And the client was not happy. They were not happy, nor should they have been. And then I said to the vendor, Uh, You're not to talk to the client. I need some time to kind of process this. And then I'll come back to you and figure out what the next steps are. And so that brings up a couple of other things that I think are really important to um, just kind of talk about, which is one of my favorite quotes is from a guy, came from Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and he read it in a book on on Hawaii in 1969 and doesn't know what it is. But the quote is, between stimulus and response, there's a space. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And in that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And, And take that a step further for a business owner, in your response, because you're response-able, you're able to choose your response if you, with practice, you have the ability to create growth and freedom for yourself, for the vendors that you're working with, and for the clients that you're working with. This is big stuff. Like if you don't, if you think you're just going to run in there and I'm going to show everybody what's to do and get in, get out, and it's all going to be great, it's a way bigger than that. So when you start to think about, or you take the example of me and, and this vendor of mine, you know, I had had enough practice by the time that had happened, where I knew that I was not going to respond in kind, that I wasn't going to yell and scream. So I didn't, I, I didn't respond by default when there's no room between stimulus and response. Oh, baby, we're headed for a bad time. All this
0: stuff can happen in between, yeah,
1: and it, and it doesn't serve anybody. So you know. Focusing, that's the second thing I want people to really understand is your goal as a business owner is to create lots of space between stimulus and response, because that's where all the good answers are. When we're doing it by default, nine out of 10 times, it's not going to serve us, is it?
0: Absolutely not. And, And it leaves a lot of room for bad things to happen. And that's what you do not want as a business owner. Um, Now, Chris, for those business owners who are in business, um, comes a time when they get stuck. (laughs) Um, They're not going backwards, they're not going forwards, they can't figure out what the issue is. Um, Could it be um, that they're at a point where the story that they've already told themselves, they've already fulfilled that story? and that is why they can't move forward. It, it is, could it be that in your experience or is it something else?
1: I, I think it depends on the situation. I, I, I think for most people, one of the things that's kind of frustrating about goals, not that I don't think you should have them because I do, but we have a tendency when we reach a goal to go, okay, what's next, right? And so maybe for most people that's about, okay, Am I updating my goals? Am I changing them to fit today's situation versus last week, last year, whatever the case may be? So that's my sense of it at one level. I do think that people really get stuck in their own heads about certain things, whether it be how do you deliver client service? How do you deal with sales generating new business? I mean, there's all kinds of places where I think people get stuck, although I think they have a tendency to be there right out the gate, although we may, just kind of like when we're newly in love, <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll do things without any resistance, and then that resistance gradually creeps back in. Um, and I, I imagine there's a, an aspect of that. It's it, it, I don't think there's a blanket statement that you can make about it, though. Uh,
0: now, uh, Chris, uh, um, your, um, <clears throat> excuse me, your, um this intriguing concept you've developed, um, would you say, you know, it involves uh, uh, the story where you're talking about your little me, then you got to the um, authentic me, then the enlightened me. Would you, the enlightened me is of course the ultimate. Would you say that when you're, if you're in business, is that a, a, a process um, of growth? Or do you think someone embarking in business should have already reached a certain state of enlightenment? Uh,
1: I don't think I I, well, let me just take a couple of steps back, and then I'll answer that. Um, First of all, let me just throw up real quick, what you're referring to, which is this model right here. The question one is, what's the story I'm telling? question two is, is the story that I'm telling serving me in this moment, in this moment, in this moment? And so what we say is, if a story isn't serving me, the if the answer is no, then it goes above the line and what I call little me land, and or lesser me. It's where I behave in a solution-oriented, a problem orientation. I'm fear-based, all of these things. That's that is little me and so where we see a lot of issues in regards to this are when we usually the reason we decided to go to work on our own because we've had people that have been our managers that live in little me land that micromanage that don't have a provide a sense of ownership or appreciation in the project that sort of thing so that's if my story doesn't serve me in the moment, then the deal on that is it's above the line. And again, in what I call little me land, if this story does serve you, then you're being authentic to yourself you're curious about what's going on, you want to understand more about why your vendor did what you did, what he did, how to help the client to be so that you can be more effective on their behalf. It's very much a solution orientation. And also that I think is really interesting is above the line, we talk about it being very... the, the core emotion is fear. Below the line, one of the core emotions is curiosity. Like think about how many people have no space between stimulus and response that are your bosses and they think they know exactly what's going on and they make a decision. You've as an employee have had no input, right? And everybody is now stuck ab- above the line in little me land and nobody's happy. When I'm below that line in authentic me land. I'm curious. I'm solution oriented. I want to figure this out. I want to grow from it, right? I want to help create an environment where my employees and my vendors and the people that I work with feel like, oh my God, this is a great place to be. I really like working with this person because they're honest. They don't This isn't positive thinking. It's not like they're always nice because they hold me accountable. They tell me some of the things that I need to change to be better. And the way they do it is a way that I can hear it. It's not confrontational. It's not talking down. That's life in little me land. The next question that you brought up, uh, going back to the question that you brought up, is this idea of being enlightened. And so what I look at enlightenment as being is not a place where we stay. In my mind, enlightenment is we come in and out of it all, and, and typically do it throughout the day. We go to these little places where I hold my hands, my wife's hand, and it just it's just lovely. Or I see a baby, or I see somebody on America's Got Talent get the golden you know, shower of of confetti because they did such a great job. Like all of those little things are really heartwarming, lovely, but we don't stay down there. And I think it's one of the things that's really mixed up in kind of new age thinking is this idea of, oh, I'm gonna do all the right things and I'm gonna be enlightened. No, you're gonna have moments of that. One of the things that happens, in the in enlightened area is flow. So that's when I lock into a project and I spend two hours and it feels like 15 minutes and I got so much done and it was amazing, right? That's to me what enlightenment is. It, it's we drop in and out of it. So I do not think for one second that any business owner going in should feel they need to be in that place. With that said, When I spend more time in authentic stories, I also have a tendency to recognize when I'm in those places. Oh man, you should see, I just had the best call and I connected with that client. And then I had a great call with a vendor and I connected with them, we're really super clear. Like that is little bits of enlightenment. It's where we are lighter and where things just have a tendency to fall together. The key is, final point on that, is the more time I spend in authentic me land, understanding, I'm always going to go up to little me land. There's going to be things that drag me up there and that's okay. The more time I spend in that authentic place, the more likely I'm going to go down into that enlightened place and, and sorry, last thing, it's like sleep. You can't make yourself sleep and you can't make yourself be in an enlightened state. But what you can do is create the conditions Mm -hmm. by telling authentic stories or i'm more likely to land down there for these brief periods of time and then oh man life gets so much better
0: better. yes absolutely oh chris it's been uh, i mean i had not heard this concept before so i thank you so much for bringing it to the fore Um, I would appreciate your sharing with the people where they can find you um, and how they can connect with you, whether it's on social media, your website, et cetera.
1: Yeah, a couple of things. Um, Number one is I would love it if people would go to YouTube, do a search for, uh, oh, the stories I'm telling. And one of the first, if not the first result will be, An orange thought bubble and written in burnt orange will be Oh, the stories we tell. Click on that and please do me a favor and subscribe to that. I'm trying to get to, I think it's a hundred subscribers and then I can give it a youtube.com forward slash Oh, the stories we tell, which we're not there yet. So if you would, your audience would go ahead and just subscribe to that. I'd really appreciate it. And then there's the honesty project playlist where you can see probably seven or eight hours of me working with a, a very good friend through some of the issues she's had with personal relationships in business, that sort of thing. Annoying co-workers is one of the, the topics, all of that. And we apply the model to it and it's just really, really good. So that's first place. Second place is oh, the stories we tell. Um, And you can find out more about the model. It's right on the home page. And uh, and there's some articles, that sort of thing. And then I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Oh, The Stories We Tell.
0: Awesome. Thank you so, so much, Chris, for being here. I really appreciate it. I learned a lot as a small business owner. I'm really going to go back and kind of... Uh, I know we're going to spend a lot of our days in little me category. But, yeah. but uh, if you can achieve that that level of flow um where you're really enlightened and things just flow and it is easy and effortless that's the goal and oh I, absolutely thank you so much and thank you to my audience for tuning in thank you for listening please remember to share it with everyone in your world um please if you're listening on YouTube like and subscribe to the channel and I hope to see you again next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you.